Oh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for coming. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Um, my first question would be, um, what are the benefits of global decentralization you see for entrepreneurial environment nowadays? I think the world in general is becoming more borderless. Uh, airfare is becoming cheaper. People don't want to work for the same company today for 50 years. They want to work for, I don't know, as freelancers or they want to work for five companies at the same time. Um, they're traveling around. Uh, these freelancers like to spend their winters in Bali or Indonesia and then summers in, in Europe, for example. So I think um, the decentralization first of people and, and the brains is, is what is happening and we can't change that. Um, in terms of uh, company decentralization, I see, I see today that companies are not tied to one location. So companies are creating offices all around the world and people are, can work for co-working spaces from, from anywhere. So the borders are disappearing and for entrepreneurship, this is very uh, exhilarating. This, this kind of accelerates the, the, the pace of uh, entrepreneurship and makes more business. Having the digital environment and digital world nowadays, like at scale, what do you see as the biggest goal for any government? Biggest goal? Yeah. Let's say considering digital transformation, like, you know. I would say to attract the best talent, because uh, you can have the best digital environment uh, if you have a lot of money, but uh, you need the talent to actually execute it. You need the talent to come up with the ideas. So you can't just buy it with a lot of money, but you need a good environment for the people as well. What we're seeing today is that Silicon Valley is not so popular anymore because it's so expensive and the life quality, uh, what you get is not so good anymore. So startups are coming you know, away from there because it's so expensive to live. And, and the EU countries uh, like, uh, like um, well, Easy example, of course, would be Estonia, but a lot, a lot of other countries as well, where life quality is, is good, uh, life is also affordable, and, uh, and it's not so close society, meaning that everyone is a phone call away, and you can kind of be more efficient in the development of your startup. So in Estonia, we have 1.3 million people. We need more talent. So I think what we are struggling is to actually how to get these best brains uh, to our country. And what do you actually do for that? A part of like e residence because as far as I understand, e residence doesn't require like for a person to be there to be in Estonia, so yes. you can be somewhere else. Yes. Like, so yeah, the point of e residence is 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 kind of virtual. So it's it's a digital identity for for us to know who you are behind your computer, and uh, you don't have to move to Estonia. You can actually uh, participate in the Estonian economic space from the comfort of your home. And the idea is that you create a company to Estonia, meaning the European Union, and you can have access to EU market. Now, talent uh, acquisition, uh, for that we have a few other programs. Uh, one of them is Work in Estonia, for example, uh, that is dedicated to mainly IT specialists that we are lacking in Estonia. The other governmental program is Startup Estonia. So Startup Estonia has uh, a visa program for startup founders so that they would relocate their company there. And it also has a visa program that they would be specialists working in Estonian startups. So we have a lot of different programs to actually solve this problem. Yeah, and how do you see economy itself being transformed using this digital environment? 
we're seeing this already. Uh, maybe it's not as fast as we would have anticipated when we created e-residency uh, five years ago. So e-residency is five years old now, this end of this year. Uh, I would have thought that it would happen faster, that other governments are also coming with similar programs. Uh, now Dubai launched uh, their own initiative uh, two weeks ago. Uh, then Lithuania has promised that they will come out with a similar program. So we're seeing that you know, governments are getting it, but I think you know, the pace should be even faster. And, uh, and uh, ultimately it's the same, the governments or, or countries are competing each other uh, in exchange for the best talent, uh, work, uh, environment, Services. Do you see some particular region across the world where the competition is that high or is like going everywhere? Yes, I think it's different. In, in terms of US, I don't think we kind of, you know, compete with the US that much because US is a very domestic market, right? Uh, quite a lot of consumptions inside. Uh, also Asia, I think that's, you know, its own level playing field and then the Gulf area, right? Middle Eastern kind of part of the world. Uh, but I think EU in general, I think there's a lot of comp competition where it's actually best to place your company. Uh, you know, tax optimization in terms of actually where you play, pay employment tax, where you locate your company, like big, you know, software companies and, and, and IT companies like Apple, Google in Ireland, for example. And, um, and then, yeah, life quality, nature, if there is access to actually, you know, clean air, uh, schools. Uh, and all of that, and this is kind of what puts together this ecosystem of, of forming the best country. What place do you see for blockchain in today's e-government? My main experience with blockchain is, is uh, keeping data safe. So I don't see that much utility yet today besides what we do in Estonia. So we keep our national healthcare records our land registries and then the few other databases safe using um, this uh, distributed ledger technology or keyless uh, signature infrastructure. So we do not keep the data in the blockchain or we are not a blockchain country as we are referred to quite often, but uh, we use a similar technology uh, to keep our data safe. Yeah, um, and what is the next, let's say, biggest technological step for if I would say it here, then uh, I would give away the surprise. <laughs> what we are working on. Um, what we are working on at the moment is, um, is to allow remote entrepreneurs to have one place where they can feel safe. Meaning today there are so many digital nomads, if we might call them, or freelancers, who do not have a safe home because they travel a lot, they have holiday visas, but they're still working, so they're kind of illegal. So we want to create something called the digital nomad visa, so that they would actually place and come to Estonia for a limited number of time, and they could stay in, in the Schengen zone. And ultimately, the aim for our country, of course, would be to kind of adopt them, to get them to Estonia uh, on a bit more permanent basis. <laughs>